everyone. This is QM Nyango from Kuluma Africa Speak Africa. Uh, today I'm with Katlehom Libat, a young author of uh, two wonderful books from Botswana. Uh, today we are in conversation with him. Uh, we are still going to hear a lot more from him. Uh, hello, Katleho, uh, how are you doing today? It's a pleasure for us to have you today here on Kuluma Africa Speak Africa. Hello, hello. Uh, this is Katlaho Malavati, as you said, a young author from Botswana. And I'm very grateful to be hosted today on Kuluma Africa Speak Africa. I'm very much welcome. Thank you. Uh, yes, it's a, it's wonderful, really. Thank you so much for agreeing to be here with us, Katlejo. Before we get into our conversation today, uh, people who are reading your books may want to know exactly who is Katlejo Mlebatse, because uh, some people will just maybe they only know you by by the books, by your books that you're writing. They've never seen you. They've never heard even your your voice, uh, but they are just. Uh, 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 assuming just by reading your books uh, tell us about a little bit about Katlejo. who is Katlejo? Uh, what type of a guy is Katlejo? oh well Katlejo Malevati is just a, a young boy who dared to dream and eventually got all his dreams possible through writing and all that but before writing Katlejo Malevati is just an aspiring young individual who always believes in his work who has always believed in himself like i keep saying so there is really nothing much to know about me outside poetry because the poetry that people read is really a reflection of who i am in general you are an author of uh, not one but two books uh, tell us a, a, a little bit about the journey uh, of you uh, going towards being an author how did it all started because we understand that writing is not just for anyone but uh, today it's becoming very very easy to write a book uh, maybe there are many things that can motivate a person to write a book and uh, Tell us, uh, on your side of the story, uh, what motivated you to write a book or uh, how did you discover that you're an author and then to the, up to a point where you decide to, 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 to write these two books that are, are here today, that we have here today. Where did it all start uh, and how did it all start? Uh, Honestly, it comes from far. It goes back to when I was about 10 years, eight, eight to 10 years, those years are, oh, that's when I started writing. But back then it was just writing for the purpose of wearing my heart on my sleeves, wearing my heart on my paper and pen, you get, I wasn't really considering myself an author and I wasn't even dreaming of becoming an author back then. So I was just writing to like get everything off my chest because i wasn't really close to people like i preferred writing my feelings writing about how i feel instead of finding comfort in another person like i've never really had that attachment of another person so it was always writing for me and uh 
I would say I was born an author, though I discovered that I can actually do this at a later stage. Well, what happened is I was always writing and keeping all my poems, my short stories to myself. I would write and keep it to myself. I'll write on my notepad and save it on my phone. Like they never really saw the light of the day until eventually one of my friends in in university, I was in varsity by then, they sneaked onto my laptop. They found a word document that was open. They read it and it really touched them in a sense that they literally started begging me to put work out there for people to read and see they believed in me more than i believed in myself you get what i'm saying so the first the first uh poem i posted was on facebook it got a lot of positive feedback it got a lot of positive feedback and me realizing how my work was touching people out there i started like posting a poem once a week until eventually they started asking for more like nagging me when are you posting when are you posting your work is touching people's lives out here like a lot of people actually contacted me like hey i've been going through this and this and this but after reading your poems I feel a little lighter knowing that there's somebody out there who actually relates to what I'm going through. So the power that my work had on people's lives inspired me to write more. You get some people write for the sole purpose of making money out of writing. They are not really into it because they like it. But as for me, it's it's the love. I have for writing it's the passion I have for writing I can say writing has always been the best thing I've ever done that is the best thing I've ever done with my life I don't write for money like I've always been writing way before I even discovered I can actually make money out of this thing you get Yeah, I can I can relate to that. Uh, uh, when a passion come becomes uh, what you uh, uh, when you take, especially when you take your passion seriously and then you turn your passions into something that is real. Uh, tell us a little bit about your books, uh, Dry and Greener Pastures, Love Still Reigns, and the other one, which is the the, the life of a troubled teenager. Take us a little bit through the, these books. Uh, what are they all about? Okay, let me start with my first book titled The Life of a Troubled Teenager. As much as the title is straight and forward, this book projects the life of a teenager who is not at peace. It projects the challenges faced by a teenager either at, at school, at home, and uh, all the challenges faced by a teenager in the society that we live in so i kind of like wrote poems based on all those challenges like from the school 
the deterioration of the school performance and everything to dating. Remember that during these teenage years, that is when uh, a lot of young people engage in relationships. So it covers the problems faced in those relationships, um, troubles at home. It's generally about the life of an unhappy teenager. And uh, moving on to my second book, it's titled Dry and Greener Pastures, Love Still Reigns. This is more like the grown-up version of that teenager you get. It's more like episode two of someone's life you get. So this is where they get to experience love at first hand. This is where they get to face challenges in their journey of love but still they prevail they still have the faith and believe that true love actually exists so they end up living beyond uh, a period or a patch of heartbreaks and everything to actually living happily ever after that is what the book is about Looking at your books and listening to what you are saying, uh, 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 reflecting on the books, uh, uh, do you see your book achieving your, 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 your objectives? Because I think when you write your books, these two books, you have a, 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 an objective and an aim to achieve uh, in your mind. You know? When you look at the books now, they are out there in the, in the, in the society, in the community, in different uh, uh, age groups of people. Have you managed to track maybe the, 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 the progress of your books? Uh, how much achievement of your dreams uh, or, your, or your objectives uh, the books have achieved? Do they achieve your, your, your objectives? Thank you very much for that question. Uh, let me say, first and foremost, based on the book the life of a troubled teenager i wanted uh parents and their children parents and their kids to have a sitting type of a relationship you get there's there's always been this african tradition i don't know if it's an african tradition or what way like children fear their parents in a sense that they cannot talk about most of the things you get so with my book i've provided a point of view that allows both parties to actually consider sitting down with their parents or sitting down with their children and talking about anything that is bothering any of the two parties so with that i can say an objective been reached you get the second one was it came in as a bonus honestly i didn't see it coming uh my first book won an award for me to be an award-winning author it is through my very first book the second book is the talk of teenagers lives 
it's not necessarily targeting teenagers only but a lot of them acknowledge it very much and i'm proud of what Brian Greener Pastures Love Still Reigns has accomplished so far. It has been nominated a couple of times, though it hasn't got any award yet. There is that sign that we are aware of this book. It is there, it is out there, it is making an impact. So I can say my primary objectives have been met. This is very true. That is very wonderful. I hear uh, you saying that because as an author, it means that now you you can be able to track your book. To to the, to the people who have never uh, uh, seen your book or who have never uh, uh, read your book, what can you tell them so that uh, you create this desire into them so that they will want to own, go out there and buy the book? What what is good about it? Why should we go and buy your books? Uh, out there in, in, in bookshops. Uh, All I can say is my books kind of like provide a safe space. They give the reader a perspective that they never thought it's there. If you think you are going through the most and a lot of people cannot understand what you're going through, then try and do read my books you definitely find that you are not alone in this world there's a lot of people going through what you're going through but they are not talking about it so with my book it's good both my books it's gonna feel like you are having an an actual conversation about the very things you are afraid to talk about with people so in this instance you will be having that conversation with a book the best thing you can ever connect with is a book and my books are just part of a tip of an iceberg in solving a lot of misunderstood feelings and emotions uh, that is that's wonderful it means in, in other words uh, your books are, 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 the, are the, the starting points of the conversation you are you are, you are helping the we are helping people out there to start conversation this wonderful conversation or this conversation that people are always avoiding tell us if uh, maybe someone is reading your books and maybe want to to to, to or feel that he or she may want to open up are you available maybe to to just talk about your books or, or, or talk about experiences that may uh, those people be having uh, after reading your books, maybe some people will just uh, your books may trigger uh, some something inside, and the person may want to open up and talk to someone. Uh, it will be it, it, it easy for you to to talk to maybe some of the readers. Oh, it, did it, it ever happen before uh, that some people will just come and open up to you? Feel that they they may be it's easier to open up to you because you have the similar experience you, as you are sharing those experiences in, in in the book. Is it easy for anyone to just uh, open up to you? Are you are you are you willing to? To open up to, to to a person to a total stranger whatever ex, uh, experiences he or she may be having wishing to talk to someone 
are you willing to, to, to accommodate uh, these types of conversation? Yes, uh, yes, very well. I'm accommodative enough to be willing to talk to people about anything they would want to open up about. Actually, it has happened before, but I think maybe it's because the people who opened up to me knew me to a certain degree. Yeah, maybe that's why they were able to like reach out to me and talk to me but they reached out to me because the very conversations they've been avoiding were triggered by my book so they figured this book is the one that triggered these memories so how about i just finish up the the talking or the opening up with with the author so they literally contacted me and we talked about everything then they felt a little bit relieved those that i couldn't help went on to seek help to on help from professionals but i'm very much open to anybody be it a stranger to talk about anything that is affecting them because uh emotional health is very crucial in the years we are living in so i'd be glad to help anybody they should all feel free to contact me and uh, let's see what we can do from there we'll take it from there uh, Katleko is perfectly understood because in, to, a, to a certain degree i believe that authors uh, are like uh, uh, friends you know with uh, that that can listen because if you can be able to write such books it means that you are willing to go an extra mile after your book is out there maybe touches one or two souls uh, out there and then you will be willing to 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 go on and be a, that a, a shoulder to cry on because some people will will have a lot of triggered memories uh, 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 after reading your books it's wonderful that you you are you are available tell us about the experience of uh, uh, the and the uh, uh, the challenges that you've met uh, in this path of uh, in a journey or as, a, as an author because I, I don't believe that it's, it's an easy journey tell us a little bit about the challenges like you just said it is not an easy journey at all it never was and I don't think it will ever be because as an author especially when you are new to the industry there's a whole lot of vultures out there to get you you get what i mean and vultures not literally vultures but people who want to exploit you people who want to take uh, the manuscript and use it for their own good and present it as if it's their own work people who want to use you for your talent and end up profiting from it while you as an original author don't gain a thing from it you get what i'm saying but i never really was a, a first-hand victim of that but i know a couple of people who actually suffered at the hands of exploiters unfortunately they ended up losing motivation to keep going or to write more but with me I've never really came across that the other challenge would be finances like 
publishing a book is a bit expensive in our world today so getting finances to to put those dreams into reality has been one major challenge is a very big challenge for me but i'm grateful i managed to put everything aside and hustle in order to achieve my dreams <clears throat> also there's a uh, an issue of market this comes in when the book is already published there's not a lot of market you know Africans are not really people who, who read a lot you get they don't really read a lot so you have a limited number of people who may actually be interested in your book for the love of reading not for the sake of supporting because they know you from somewhere you get i mean people who actually love reading it's very rare to come across those so there's obviously going to be a little less demand especially when you are fresh on the market not a lot of people would be willing to buy your book so you have to like build your way up into a level or a stage where you'll be a high in demand author you get what i'm saying these are like just one of the few challenges one of the few major challenges that i came across Wow, uh, some of these challenges are real painful uh, to, to listen to Katleho uh, 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 because some people really ended up losing their motivation and some uh, maybe sometimes we ended, uh, we ended up losing good writers because they uh, uh, feel so demotivated and then ended their career even before they started. To all these challenges, Katleho, what can you say to people who are still uh, 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 wanting to enter into this uh, uh, industry uh, of writing books, uh, uh, do you, can you can you still encourage people to to come in and write and become writers uh, when there are so much challenges? And to those who are still uh, willing to, to 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 go in and and become writers, what can you tell them in the middle of all these challenges this, that you are mentioning? Because they they are not going to uh, 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 disappear anytime soon, Katleho. They are still here. They will be here a long time to come. So what can you tell the people uh, to keep uh, uh, on their uh, passion, regardless of whatever uh, uh, challenges they may be facing? Firstly, I would uh, encourage the aspiring authors or the upcoming writers to do a proper background check on whoever they want to publish their book at first thing when you do as a as a writer like you have to write your aims your objectives like i want my book to be published by this publishing media house you get so do a proper background check of that publishing media house so that you know who you are giving your money you know who you are entrusting with your manuscript you know who you are trusting with your work that's the first thing you should do as an upcoming author secondly look out for handouts yes there is times when 
somebody can just come up and help you out of nowhere and then you end up you end up succeeding because a stranger believed in you you get but it's not every day where we get those so do look out for people who pretend to be wanting what's best for you when in actual fact they just want to gain your trust only to exploit you later you get thirdly in terms of market package your book nicely take your time perfect your your art perfect your craft writing is a craft so perfect your art and uh, make it ready for the market make it worth the money make it worth the price tag that you are putting on it you get you cannot have a scrappy piece of work like everything jumbled up and then you press it and expect people to give you that money let the people get value for their money so take time in perfecting your craft it's a process yes but do serve the people with the best you can ever offer Much Katleho for allowing us to have this conversation, wonderful conversation. Uh, before we let uh, uh, this conversation coming to an end, Katleho, it's true that now we are, since you are an author, we are, uh, you are out there, uh, you are like a brand. So when you are in the in the eye of the people now, they will have to look at you. Uh, do you have to change behavior, Katleho, because now you are an author, or you just? become katleho live any 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 in anyhow that you want to live how do you do, do how do you your behavior affect your your brand because i believe as i've said before katleho that since you are an author well-known author your books are in the shelves with your name carrying your name which means that now you're becoming a brand so does it means that uh, that uh, your behavior now will affect your books that do you become conscious about the way you live you behave among people because uh, do you have to do that or you just uh, you and your book are two separate things you don't mind how you behave while your book is out there tell us a little bit about that uh, and then uh, let's uh, we'll let you go thank you very much for for seeing it fit to host me on your show and uh, like you said as an author you become a brand and a brand is the face of the people so you definitely have to be conscious of how you behave of how you do things because obviously there's going to be a lot of people young people looking towards what you have achieved looking towards what you are doing you're going to inspire a lot of people so we cannot expect you as an inspiration to many to be portraying a certain behavior that is eyebrow raising to the society you get so you have to be in the best possible behavior you can ever display so that even the young generation is molded by the behavior you are portraying as 
they are public figure you get take for example me as as an author my age a lot of people are inspired by what i've achieved at my age what i've done at my age so imagine having a lot of people like i want to be Katlaro when i grow up and at that time Katlaro is busy portraying undesirable behaviors not everybody is going to allow their kids to actually make you their icon to actually have they won't be happy having their kid look up to you you get what i'm saying and also it plays a big role on your book like it affects your book sales very much because if you are very well conducted then people do care enough to say this is a well brought up author so you are automatically tempting them to check your work out but if you are showing behavior that is very well not acceptable then they won't even be interested in buying your book or trying to like check out if you really have something for them in those books you get so the better the behavior the better the sales if the behavior is going down the drain the book sales will go down the drain too That has Katlejo Emolebatsi, a young, wonderful author that has been graced uh, us today to, with this conversation. Katlejo, before uh, I let you go, my man, invite people to buy your books. Tell them a little bit about your books and then just uh, tell them to buy your books and where to find them. And then give us your uh, contact details should anyone uh, wish to contact you. And then say goodbye to everyone listening. Katlejo. Uh, my books are available, they are pretty much available, so just contact me my, on my email, it's katlarosage01 at gmail.com, katlarosage01 at gmail.com. You can also go straight to my Facebook page, it's katlarosage molebati, katlarosage molebati, it has all the other contact details. So soon as you contact me the better and uh, do look out for more of my work in the near future that's pretty much everything you have to know thank you so much Katlejo and my man uh, for allowing us to have this wonderful conversation uh, this was Katlejo Molebati an author of two wonderful books uh, dry and greener passes, love still rain, and the uh, life of a troubled teenager. Uh, you can get uh, your books uh, on the links that uh, he has just shared. That was uh, QM Nyango uh, from Pluma Africa Speak Africa. It's been a wonderful uh, conversation, uh, guys. Thank you for all so much for listening. Till next time, uh, bye bye.
Good day, ladies and gentlemen. This is the day the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. My name is Puella Zimbabwe, the one who will never be replaced and duplicated. Today, I just want to come into your space to share with you that faith makes things possible but not easy. Faith makes things possible but not easy. I will take this definition from the word of the Lord. And now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about we do not see. Now faith is the confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So I want to encourage you to make you aware that whatever the dream that you have, whatever the idea that you have, whatever you are planning with your life, that if it is great, it is going is not going to be easy for you. It is not going to be easy, but it's going to be possible for you to achieve those dreams of yours. What are, one of the things that I've realized in life, the more things get difficult for you, it is, is the more your faith receives an opportunity to become stronger. The more things get difficult for you, it is the more you receive your faith receive an opportunity to become stronger. Believing is seeing, ladies and gentlemen. Believing is seeing. You don't see and believe. You believe before, then you see after. And believe that you got whatever it takes for you to achieve. It may not seem like you're going to achieve anything in life. I agree with you. It may you, you can say that my circumstances they have all the, they have all the odds for me to not be successful in life. But if you keep your faith, ladies and gentlemen, if you keep that faith of yours that no matter what happens, that dream of mine will come into, into reality. Whatever happens in my life, that dream of mine will come into reality. And in your journey of becoming that person that you want to become and achieving that dream of yours, just know this. Be positive. Be positive all the times. Please try to be positive. And being positive does not being happy does not mean that. Being positive means that to see opportunity in every situation. Being positive it is to see opportunity in every situation. When things are not going right in your family, you see an opportunity. When your business is crashing down, you see opportunity. When friends are leaving you, you see an opportunity. When People are turning their backs on you. You see opportunity. That's where you become positive with every situation. And we become positive. You become the best and the great person for yourself. Because now you know all things work together for those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. So ladies and gentlemen, do what you can. Then let God do what you cannot do. Do what you can and then let God do what you cannot do. I'm just want to, I just want to tell you that your dream, it is possible. Anything in life, it is possible. But for those who believe, if you can believe, if you can believe in yourself, if, if you can believe in your dreams, if you can believe in that idea of yours, that is possible for you. And be positive and trust in the Lord with all your heart and mind and soul. And believe in Lord Jesus Christ. 
he will direct you he will lead you and help you so thank you for listening to me today this is Poela Zimbabwe the one who's never been replaced